All right, episode 52, Russ is fired up. <laughs> Things we can't talk about on this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, before we get started, um, go check us out on the website. We got to do blogs, boys. It's one of what I keep forgetting. <laughs> we do have a website. I haven't really posted much since football season, but we could probably do some shit for like college basketball. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah. Uh, go check out the other podcast, DFS Units. Dude, I don't know what happened, but fucking skyrocketing. Our 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 listens last week, like uh, double, more than that. What? But like times eight. Why? No idea. So uh, yeah, go check out the podcast if you're into sports betting. So that's yeah, skyrocketed <laughs> last week. I like open up the uh, anchor one day. I'm like, oh, oh, hello. Didn't see that coming. So check that out. We are on uh, Apple, Spotify, and <coughs> Google, as well as YouTube. Score to YouTube. Be sure to check out the channel and subscribe there. Uh, that's not. I'm not asking. I'm telling you, it's free. It's it's not a request. Make sure you comment on the YouTube yeah. video as well. Our our discussion tonight about college basketball. We want your comments in this below in the section. We'll get to that. So before we get into like everything else, I do have a. I want to start this out with a dud of the week. So, and I want you guys to react. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of this. Is it Taylor showing up late last week? No. No. Oh. No, but you're in the right vein. It's just depressing, so I hope you've got a good funny one. <laughs> so, have you guys seen the pictures floating around the internet of the kid around all the shoes with his face blurred out? Yeah. Have you, you seen like this? the son of the Nike? Bingo. No, I didn't mean to ruin it. I just no. know if I was even in the right. Have, have you seen, seen this? No. His name is West Coast Joe. He keeps posting these pictures of, like, himself around, like, rare shoes. Now... I've never, you bought from StockX, right? Mm-hmm. I've never bought there. I know like, it's like a baller, big secondary market. <laughs> it's this big, I mean, that's a big thing. The secondary market. This kid is like, if you, and if you do get a pair, it's like you, people buy them either with bots or it's like one pair per person. And this kid's got like shoes. I know. I know bots. This, yeah, we need one built. Can you try to find those? Was, well, yeah, I'll, I'll find it. But it was pallets worth. What'd you say they called him? West Coast Joe, and he had these pictures of him, like with all these, like it'd be like a, it'd be like a pair of Jordans, but he would have hundreds of pairs of these Jordans, like around him, yep. and like taking pictures. So Bloomberg reached out to this kid and was like trying to talk to him, like, oh, how are you doing this? How are, you know what are you doing to get all these shoes? Like people can't get them. His mother is the GM of Nike North America and has been for the past 25 years. He opened up a credit card under his mother's name, used her discount, and then we did this interview with Bloomberg. He dropped his mother's name, then reached back out to him and said, please don't use my mother's name in this article. And, of course, Bloomberg was like, yeah, okay, hold my beer. <laughs> she had to. Re- she resigned. Do you have it? Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get it to be better formatted. But this kid was like, you want to talk about, like, scumbag move of the century. This kid's, like, ripping people off and using his mother's, like, leverage to get these rare shoes. That if you and I want to buy, we're allowed to get one pair. Right. Yeah. You got anything over there? Yeah. <clears throat> just hand, You could just, uh, that's one of them. Just hand Adam your phone. Let him see that. Like, these are shoes, like, you can only get, like, we can only literally get one if we have the app. And he's got a pyramid, basically. Right. So, they're 100, they might be $150, $175, but they'll sell on StockX for $500. Right. You ever try and buy stuff when Nike drops a new line? Yeah. I mean, I've yeah. been on there and tried to click <laughs> as it went live, like, you know, with the watch and everything. Yeah. And instantly gone. Yep. 
So, yeah, it's because he's got them. Yeah, well, I guess that really clears things up a lot now. People build bots. They build bots to do that stuff. So, uh, there's a guy we follow. He makes putters, but every time he releases new putters or ball markers, things like that, that he makes, he... Is he the bot, and then he sells it for more? He changes up his order. He changes how the order, how it's filled in, and then, like, verification. He changes what Mm -hmm. you have to verify each time. I had so one verified today with it. on the internet. I was trying to get onto a website to do some research, and uh, you click the wrong sign. No, it, you instead of the a, one not signed. No, instead <laughs> of a captcha, it was like solve this equation. Like, thankfully, it was addition. But if it was like the times <laughs> tables, I would have been fucked. <laughs> Whips out iPhone, inserts <laughs> in the calculator. They told us we wouldn't have calculators. Remember that? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had to spend a hundred dollars in high school on a damn calculator for a class. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. All right, you got to take this class. It's required. T81, baby. I literally <laughs> just learned like two days ago, if you turn your iPhone sideways, you get all that stuff on your iPhone. Yeah. Oh, I still I'm have I'm a my, tech dinosaur, if you're wondering. I still have my TI-89 or whatever it was. Yeah, I and have mine. It's right in there. I remember they're like, you got to take this class. But you're also going to need to buy this calculator, and it's going to cost you 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. When we're done, you guys want to do some trick for fun? <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, I thought I'd open up with that. I don't know if you guys had heard that story. I read and watched a video about it. I'm like, what a scumbag. Yeah. Uh, and just so everybody knows, we are not recording next week. No, I don't think we're going to record. Next Kyle's week. winning golf tournaments next week. I hope so, dude. It's all going to be about the caddy. <laughs> dude, I'd be, I'd be pretty pumped if I could. Uh, dude, I have no expectations. <coughs> I haven't played golf since October. I, last time I played golf was with you, and there was a tournament. And the time before that was with you. We played. <laughs> I've just seen you get out of your car. Grab your sticks. No swings or anything. Shoot 69, 60. Yeah, but that's probably in the, way middle, too many probably in the middle of the summer. Not when last, not when I, swung. I last time I went out and played 18 holes, my own ball, just played. You've been playing Pinehurst on your Xbox over uh, and over? A couple times, yeah. <laughs> so you know how the greens go yeah. ahead or what? <laughs> they're just, they're Donald Ross greens. Should I go study too? <laughs> yeah. But I played with you and the last time I played was, I ended on a good note. I shot 66 and went into hibernation because I was having a kid. I played. We played over to Corning. We took everybody yep. for their money, and then they bought us dinner. Yep. So what, did you stop on That's the 14th hole? or No. Nope. <laughs> wow. Bogey-free. Should have been about a 63. <coughs> anyway. So, yeah, hopefully, uh, I don't know, no expectations next week. I just want to go have a good time and, like, and enjoy it. Like, we're playing Tobacco Road today. We're playing number six for practice round. Uh, we tee off at 109. We played number six the first day. Then I think eight. They don't let you. What the tournament's on two though, right? Six, eight, and two. Oh, each day you play one. It's a rotation. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna play six first, then eight, and then two on Monday. I was gonna say, do they let you pick what course you're gonna do your practice round at? You could. Like there was a whole process. We had to like go on. We had to log on to this website. Number two doesn't just hold like a special place in your heart because it's the one. Um, it holds a special bank account. <laughs> oh wait, they're not. They're charging you for practice round. Yes. Discounted rate. So practice round at number two was still like three fifty. What? <laughs> so we got a practice That's round. That's three hundred and fifty, not three dollars and fifty cents, Taylor. As you guys know, I hate paying for golf, so <laughs> the idea of that is just absurd. Yeah. So what they did is they had blocks of practice rounds, and you could sign up for which ones you wanted, and then they're doing a shotgun start, and then we had to send in another form to say like Cookie and Hurley wanted to play together. We had to send in an additional form be like, I'm with these guys, Paris together. And then it was all, they didn't give you a tea time right away. They just, as we found out, we got an email. It was a, it's a shotgun start that day. For all the practice rounds they put out there, 
So we were playing number six, and I think it was only like 150 bucks. It was 350 to play number two. And I've always heard that two is not the best golf course there. Eight. It, I've heard six and eight are really good. They said this, two is where they have the U.S. Open. So we're playing Tobacco Road, number six. I'm more. I'm more interested to hear about Tobacco Road. Me too. I was going to say, what's the rate there like? Is that pretty insane? 150 bucks. I mean, well, dude, I've, worked at, up here. I've worked at a few places and I know that that's not an unreasonable rate, but even when I worked at places like that, it still felt unreasonable. You know, you check in a foursome and one guy's like, I got it on one card. And it's like, yeah, I'll just go ahead and swipe your debit card for 600 bucks for four hours of enjoyment. Well, you go spend 400 bucks on the drink cart too. Yeah. It's just crazy. I, I mean, I don't really like buying more than two beers from the cart girl. Cause I'm always like, I don't want to spend that much money to play golf. We are spoiled up here. <laughs> Like, just the number of courses we have, it's fairly... I mean, I get pissed off when people come in are like, 40 bucks? I'm like, then don't play. Yeah. Like... Yeah, and then they complain about the pay. maintenance not being great, but they don't want to pay, I mean, enough for an operating budget, at least. My it's goodness. just bonkers. Like, I was, I was talking to DeRitchie one time. He's... He was telling me, he's like, people don't realize how good they have it, because he was living here, and I was in Arizona. He said, I pay a fee to be part of a club. Like, not, he's not, he didn't join anywhere out there. He's kind of like, do you guys remember the calendar card? Mm-hmm. So it's similar to that. Okay, so he joins, he pays a fee to a club, almost like a membership. And then every time he goes and plays, it's just a reduced rate. There's no limit. Like, you can only play two rounds here. That's how there's, like, skiing in, like, Colorado is like that. You get, yeah. like, an ultimate pass. And you can go everywhere for, like, half price, but only once or twice. There's no limit on, like, the calendar card. But every time he goes to that place, it's still a reduced rate. He's like, I still pay 80 bucks to play golf. It's like you get the reciprocal rate, but don't have a home course. Right. I kind of like that. He's like, but I still pay, like, 80, 90 bucks to play golf. He's like, and I go out here and just, we, you know, we're, we're spoiled here. People don't realize that. So, yeah, Tobacco Road, play number six on Friday. We have to go through registration Friday afternoon. And then we, at, right after registration, we go out and play uh, the Cradle, which is the par three course there. That sounds fun. That's just for shits. Part of like the whole like, hey, thanks for coming. Go play the cradle. Seems sort of necessary after not swinging for a couple months. Like that's the perfect spot to just get out there. You're not trying to rip driver on a 480 yard par four or whatever you might have out there on number two. I've hit balls twice number outside. Six, I guess I've hit it pretty good. I'm actually. Was, you need the birdie balls? No, I went to <laughs> we went we went down the creek and they have the mats there, so I had them shoveled off. So we just hit range balls out there. Yellow ones or white ones? Just range balls. They're not plugging right now, I guess. They're just sitting out there. They'll pick them eventually. Tell that to my muddy-ass dress shoes. Well, don't golf balls and dress shoes. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I just, just walk in the yard don't, today. Like, don't walk through the, <laughs> through the yard yeah. with dress shoes. No, they got the mats at Willow Creek. So you can just stand on the mat. There's no like mud and shit everywhere. But Get some tennis did elbow that a couple times. Yeah. So that's I've done that a couple times. But they said this cradle course, there's not a shot over 125 yards. Yeah, it's very short. So it's like a wedge course, a chip and putt. Yeah. Uh, used to be a parking lot, right? Yeah, yeah. They just—it's like right across, like where the old parking lot, right across like the entrance. It's part of the U.S. Open that they like built. I'm trying this. to visualize it, I I imagine it to be like a Walmart sized parking lot. Then I don't think it's very big, like area. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think Pinehurst is a big area. I think it's a small town, but I'm really pumped to get down there and just I was play. Say, I'm excited to see that area. Yeah, I thought it'd be I mean even for you. It's can't play. I mean, but I'm still. You'd be kind of cool to be like, hey, I was there. Dude, I've never played any of the Turning Stone courses, but I've caddied there. 
I've never played them either. I don't know how or why, but it seems like something that I would have played. By we got we got to change that this year. Definitely change that. B Harris has got some connections with Oak Hill. We got to change that. Ooh. And then uh, next February, put it in your calendars. Figure out a way to fly. We're going to the waste manager. Russell's just taking two weeks off of work. We are going days to drive each way. <laughs> going to the waste management. Somebody that I've talked about before got that job in Arizona as of yesterday. So there's room for us. Nope. <laughs> so should I meet you guys on the connecting flight then, or whatever? Dude, <laughs> I'm going. I'm like, all right, count us in. He's like, all right, all right. Let's let's talk about something other than our shit. Uh, JJ Watt. Finally got traded. What are you guys' thoughts on that? To Arizona. He was free agent signing. He didn't get traded. Well, yeah, yeah. Signing. Yeah. Um I don't know. At that price, I'm glad the Bills didn't pick him up. Me too. Same. Um disagree. For fifteen million. Yeah, I would have taken him. I wouldn't have. Yeah. Not he's had no production in the last two seasons. <laughs> yeah. He's had like four sacks total the last two years. Too many injuries in the late in his career. If it was MVP, J.J. <clears throat> Watt, I'd be like, yeah, come on over oh, to Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. I know we had an in-depth salary cap conversation already, but I don't remember where your stance was on that, like who you would cut. But for that price, who is it that you'd want to get rid of to be able to they could, They him? could cut like three or four guys and, and be completely fine. The cap's yeah. a mess right now. They still haven't they, announced. Nothing's finalized with the cap right now. It's supposed to be finalized two weeks ago. There's so much. I guess, I, I mean, they're not really held to any account. It's their own organization, so. So I heard no, today, no, next, you, right? Well, you have to hit there. You cannot go over the salary cap. No, no, no. I mean, if, are you, aren't you saying it's up in the air for what the cap will be? Correct. Yeah. They've set a floor. But not a ceiling. Right. Right. So they could, I mean, they set a, like, floor of 180 or whatever we read. Which they, is what? They could, okay, I they could, that. They could yeah. say, like, 190, but there's a lot of teams still over 190. Even at 190, that's what 5 million higher than what it was this year. Right. I mean, they ha- they have to announce that very <laughs> I, soon. I think I heard next week's going to be a bloodbath. They said Watt already signed, which I thought the season didn't start till like the 18th of March or whatever it was, but I'll be curious. I yeah, they've got to have that set soon. Yeah, you're right. Free, it's supposed to start like the 17th. Yeah, it's after it. tax day. I know it's specifically yeah. after tax day. Well, 17th is actually... Taxes Mar- in April. March or, 17th wrong, is the day... Shit, yeah, you're right. Ides of March. I don't know if it's official start of the season or if it's like that's the day like... I don't know. Because I, yeah. that's... I know that's... Like, that's like when the signing bonuses right. and stuff kick in. Right. If you're still on the roster or whatever at that point. So I, I, I heard... I read today it's going to be a bloodbath next week. And there was quite a few cuts today even. Yeah. So... Why would people be making these announcements at this point if it's not even? It seems like everything's up in the air. If yeah, I, if that I, I cap could be that. way I, higher than what they think it's going to be, I agree with that I too. Think, I think Arizona's far enough under that it won't matter. But you were saying you heard that they might cut. There, there's rumor that they said because of law they may cut Jordan Phillips and or Chandler Jones, which makes which is even dumber, right? Which makes their defensive line very weak. I would take Chandler Jones over JJ Watt right now. Yeah, maybe. No, I definitely would. I, yeah, J.J. Watt has done nothing in like four years. Look up Chandler Jones' stats. I mean, he was hurt last year. Look up the previous year. That dude's, dude's a fucking freak. Right, but Watt's had three rare injuries. They're not like he had that torn pack. Yep. He had a herniated disc, and then he fractured his leg. 
I mean, they're all abnormal until they happen, right? Right. But it's not <clears throat> it's not like it was a hamstring pull. Yeah, he had he had three years there. I looked up he had three years where he combined for a total of sixteen games in those three years. Three out of the last five or something like that. Yeah. Right, but seven of his ten seasons he's played every game. Yeah, I was gonna say Yeah, but you you constantly make the argument about how you know, an NFL career is like average seven, eight years long, and he's past that point, and we've seen a s- serious decline. Yeah, but since I think, then. He, but there was such a downfall in the Bills' run game. He's a guy you don't have you don't have to double team him anymore, but teams still do still double team him because of how big and strong he is. Do you have any stats for us over there yeah. yet? Oh, yeah, I, I thought one of you guys had pulled it up. I, I've got Watts. I mean, last year he oh, played all 16 Jones. games. He had 36 solo tackles and only five sacks. I mean, I, but, I mean, a good year for a defensive end or defensive tackle nowadays is like seven sacks and like 35, 40 tackles. Okay. All right. I don't know. You got Chandler Jones over when, there? When I compare him to his, his prime we talk about, Chandler. he had years of 20 and a half sacks, 20 and a half sacks, 17 and a half sacks, 16 sacks. I mean, so he's precipitously down, whereas Chandler Jones has been precipitously up, if you could use it that way. From 2015, he was at 12 and a half, and then he's sort of gone up on a trend. 2017, he had 17 sacks. 2019, he had 19 sacks. And then it's clear that in 2020, he didn't really play much. He got hurt. Yep, he had one sack. He might have got hurt like week one or two. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's glaring that you don't take that part of it. That's the outlier. But he was on an upward trend. I don't mm-hmm. know what injury did he have. I'm not I really have familiar no with idea what chance. I just know he, he ended oh. up missing the year. Jones? Yeah. I don't know what Jones' injury was. I don't. I, I guess I'll be curious to see. Obviously, he kept it. Watt kept it very secretive. Yeah. I don't um, know how people think this makes them a contender. So, yeah, you and I talked about that this morning. And I, I guess I want to get into that. But, um so Watt, when he said he was, I don't know if he was interviewed by the Cardinals or, or what it was, but they asked how he kept it so secretive. And of course, I, I don't know who it was with ESPN. It was like, oh, Arizona was in the mix the entire time. It was like no one had ever mentioned Arizona the no. entire time this was going on. No. So he said his brother's best friend, he had him order a shirt. He had it down to like five or six teams. He had his brother's friend order shirts of every team because he knew if he ordered the shirts because he wanted to be the one to break the news. Mm-hmm. If he ordered shirts, obviously someone at like NFL.com or wherever he ordered them from would see the name. Mm. So his, his brother's friend ordered the shirts for him and then just brought them over to his house and gave them to him. So when he made his decision, that's how he did it. That's how, that's how nobody really knew what was going on. So he had, uh, <clears throat> I heard that Cleveland offered him more money in Indy. I heard, yeah, Cleveland, Indy. And we thought he wanted to go to a contender, but I don't. Even Cleveland, like with Miles Garrett. Yeah, like, of all those teams that were mentioned with him, I, Arizona would have been my last choice. way down the chart. And that even them signing him, even the division, just to win the division, it went from plus 700 to plus 600. And they're still the least favorite to win that division. I don't see it. Whereas you and I talked today, if he joins the Packers or the Bills, it instantly helps them because they were playoff teams last year. But for a team that was 8-8, eight and eight, that doesn't put them, 
you know, 11 and five or 12 and four. He's not a catalyst to change that, in my opinion, to all of a sudden they're a Super Bowl contender. Because, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I get like Murray's very athletic, but I feel like he's, is, I don't know. I don't know how consistent Murray is. Like he has games where he does well, and he has games where it's like yeah. he well, can't get anything. Yeah, and I don't know how. Maybe him and Hopkins were pretty good friends, and I think that might have something to do with it. But yeah, it was. I don't know. It was kind of odd. Like when I, I remember when I first saw, it, I was like Arizona. Like what? Yeah. Like I expected. Like I honestly expected Tennessee. I thought I, maybe I he'd go that. to the Titans, but there's a lot of defensive ends out there. So now I'm curious. How much some of these guys like Clowney's obviously out there. That's our guy that's been injured, so it'd be curious yeah. what he gets. Uh, but there, there's quite a few guys out there, defensive ends that still need to be signed. Do you guys listen to the Boston with the Boys podcast with uh, uh, Will Compton and Taylor Lewin? Yeah, no. they both play for the Titans. So Will Compton, I watched when yesterday he was telling a story about how he got released from the Titans. He's like, and they call me up. He's like, it was kind of an odd situation. They basically like call him up. Hey, can you bring your stuff in? He goes in. They tell him like, we're gonna we're gonna release you, but we want you to come back to the practice squad. So then he can go back to the practice squad, and technically, at some point, they could re-sign him off the practice squad, or he could re-sign with somebody else. But you talked about something that was like I've never heard before. This is crazy. It's called termination pay. If you're like a vet, like out of so many years, or, or you fall in this category of like a vet, you can you can file for termination pay. So let's say, let's say a guy plays for, you know, he's, he's he falls in this category. He signs a three-year contract. He's supposed to make, let's just call it ten million dollars a year. He gets cut after that first year, or he gets cut like week two. He can turn around and file what they call in January. He can file what they call termination pay. You can only do it once in your career, and he gets all of that money. I didn't hear, but I'm like, that's bonkers. But the risk is, what if you don't file it? Or what if you file it and you get that money, or do you go out and try to get a bigger contract? I guess it depends on how big your contract right. was to begin with. But it's just it's so, so weird how like the NFL salary cap is a joke, in my opinion. The more I've read about it and read into it, we've talked about like the, the dead cap space and the signing bonuses and like they just everything's like they have some exception to everything to make it fit to fit their agenda, basically. It's like, well, we're not under the cap, so let's do this now and now we're good. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna I think we're gonna have a lot to talk about in two weeks. So yeah, it's that's crazy. I determination pay. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. Like, can I enact that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> That'd we'll, be sweet. we'll allow it. Um, speaking of football, the Bills. I guess teams are submitting a rule change request this week. Did you guys see this? No. I think teams are allowed to submit like something that they want, like. This is the time period, like oh, a rule change or the adjustment. comments and concerns box comes out. <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's so like, for example, the Eagles today threw in the uh, proposal for instead of an onside kick, do the fourth and 15 play. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Bills, good one we've talked about a lot. A couple, well, I say a lot, like we talked about for a couple weeks. Bills put in a rule change that you cannot do any hirings and interviews of coaches until after the AFC championships and the NFC championship games. That's one I could see going into place. I'm, I'm curious. Too. I like that one. Yeah. I'm curious how many of those go in or are requested and then not, not even, holy cow. Jesus. Just a Red Bull. Not even, like, looked at. I like that rule because we talked about it during football. I'm like, that's a that's just such horseshit that yeah. teams' seasons are over and they're like, well, we suck this year, so we're going to start plucking coaches of teams that are still playing. Like, how's that, how's that fair? 
and say, if you're going to put that rule in that far, why not just make it the Super Bowl and say you can't interview anybody until after the Super Bowl, a week after the Super Bowl is complete? Yeah, especially we, the whole process. especially since we saw a lot of guys hired during the playoffs, because that puts right that puts those other guys really out of contention of a job. Well, I mean, I think we saw it with Dable this year. Like he he got those interviews, and you're putting together something. These interviews, like we talked about, some of them are like eight hours long. Right. I mean, it's probably all by Zoom and shit, but at the same time, it's like, that's kind of a distraction when I'm trying to put a game plan together for this week's playoff game. So I hope that rule does go in. Uh, let's see. It's next on my list. I have, we had golf. We have UFC coming up this week. Which one do you guys want to talk about? Speak now forever. Hold your peace. Let's talk UFC first. Okay. Uh, quality card. I think you had questions for us. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts on the the title match, the Adesanya the, match. Sorry, there's a couple of title matches. There's three three but, title matches. This yeah, weekend. I just looked at the card yesterday, so I haven't had a whole lot of time to digest it. But so it's what Aljamain Sterling, Peter Yan. That's a title fight. Yes, Nunez. Nunez is a title fight with uh, Anderson. Anderson. Megan, Megan Anderson. And then Adesanya is fighting Jan Blahovich. Um, the Peter Yan Sterling fight. I. Jan's very quick. It's really going to depend on, like, Sterling claims if he can get him to the ground, the fight's over. So I'm really curious, like, how good is Sterling's ground game? Yeah. That's what he keeps claiming. So I, I lean towards Peter Jan in that one. I he's, probably would, too. I feel like Sterling, is, although he's probably deserving of a shot, he's probably not as good as Jan. I took Jan in DraftKings. Yeah, I would, too. <laughs> uh, Nunez. She's probably going to win in the first round and then find somebody else to fight in the crowd or something because there's that, not a chick in the world's going to beat her. No, that fight will be the most one-sided fight we've seen. It's pretty hard we'll to see on not card. root for Megan Anderson, though, based on the uh, weigh-in picture. I mean, I'm, she, a fan <laughs> of her, I'm a fan of hers. She yeah. is good, but there is... Amanda Nunez is, is so far above Oh, yeah, I don't disagree at all. One. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, size-wise, this is probably the biggest... Biggest Anderson's uh, matchup, big. right? Yeah, Anderson's big. Yeah, length and stuff. Yes. That's the only thing. If she can, you got to match her quickness, though. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, Anderson's got a lot of power, right? Uh, I think that's what I heard. Yeah. Well, maybe not compared to Nunez, but <laughs> <laughs> but is this an error on my screen, or do I just not know enough about betting? It says Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling, and they both are listed at negative one ten. No, that's not an error. That yeah. could happen in the UFC. Just basically, pick them. Yep. So it's just disadvantageous to bet it all on that fight. Well, no, no, you just the juice isn't very high there. Minus one ten is yeah. pretty low. It's no difference in that's basically spread in a. But Megan Anderson is plus seven fifty. Yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead. <laughs> and then uh, Izzy. Before uh, you guys get into like details with it, what do you guys feel? Because he said he's probably going to come in at like one ninety three. Versus. Who knows what Blahovich fights at? Obviously, they're fighting at two hundred five, but he's two hundred five. He's a bigger guy that would cut down, right? So, but he would probably fight a little heavier, right? Yeah, but yeah, Adesanya he'll be said, heavier than Adesanya, right? Yeah. So Adesanya said he's probably not going to come in more than one ninety three. Do you think that's obviously he's quick? But do you think that's a will be a disadvantage? I uh, go ahead. Not with somebody like his skill set. To me, you could also compare that to like. You know, whenever John Jones gets to heavyweight, 
if he's let's say two thirty five fighting Ngannou, who's two sixty. I don't know. I don't. That doesn't sway it into no. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't. No, I don't think that'll be an issue for. And obviously, Adesanya is favored in this. So Absolutely. he is favored. He's he's a very technical, very good striker. That part's going to favor him. And he's got a two inch reach advantage. What I do question though with him is, we saw him fight um, Romero, who fights very big at middleweight, and he just it looked like he didn't want to engage with that that power. We've seen Romero like borderline murder people in the. Not that Romero's that great of a fighter, but I've seen like I thought he killed Luke Rockhold that night in the ring, like that was just yeah, that was an attempted murder. Um, the thing, the one ninety three, I don't know if that's to me that big of a deal. I think he said he's not going to really cut weight. He's going to go through like basic routines. He's probably he's got teammates fighting this week, so he said he'll probably sit in a sauna with them and help them through weight cuts. I would say he probably he probably sits normally about that weight, right? It's going to be really cuts to one eighty five. It's probably going to be really close to walking around weight. I, the only thing I can think of is he's a true middleweight, right? That, that weight cut only is very big for him at one eighty five. He could probably get to one seventy, honestly. Um, I don't know how big Blahovich is though, and what he cuts because he's. I mean, I think weight wise, there is a big discrepancy there. And I don't know is is his chin really been tested? I mean, that Blahovich is a big guy. It's probably the biggest guy he's ever fought. As who's chin been tested? Is he's, he had a good fight with uh, was it Gatsalem or um, Whitaker? One of those two was a really good fight. Yeah. So so he fought. His last fight we saw was Paulo Costa. Yeah. Paulo Costa said he was yeah. drunk, by the way, during that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Costa, Romero, Whitaker, Gastelum, Anderson Silva before that. Derek Brunson. I, I don't know. I Izzy's kind of one of, I don't know, four or five fighters that until he loses, I struggle to bet against him. Yeah, I um, think he's this, a great striker for sure. This is definitely a different animal moving up to light heavyweight. And Blahovich clearly has – one punch knockout power that Izzy probably hasn't seen before. So I, it's I I would pick Adesanya no, but know that it's a it could be ended with one punch from Lahovich. It's a risk. I think the longer it goes, Izzy's favorite because of cardio. Yes, yes. <clears throat> he'll he'll have the speed advantage. I mean, Blahovich might he's the champ, but he's not. I'm not trying to downplay this, but he's not. <laughs> you can downplay it. He's not that good of a fighter, in my opinion, to be the champ. Like, if you had, there's a reason why he never got to that point, right? <clears throat> DC was there and a couple of the guys yeah. at 205, and those guys are gone now. John's yeah. gone. Yeah, he and, so he and Reyes fought for the belt after Jones and DC. Yeah, it's, I thought it's kind of because there was, fight. yeah, it's kind of because there was nobody left that they let those two fight. So it's not like he, Right, and that, that light heavyweight's not packed or packed full with guys that are... was at one time. Right, anymore. but it's not anymore. Every time it's been packed, John's ran through the division and cleaned it out. Yep. Yeah. Did that twice, which I think people don't really think about. Yeah, yeah up until three years ago, light heavyweight spent a decade being by far the, 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 big, the biggest yeah weight class in UFC. There were some really good fighters. No Machida's... Yeah, some of those guys. I thought John was in trouble against Leon Machida until he put him to sleep, standing on his feet. I yeah. think I think if Jan gets Izzy down early, he's got a chance. 
Blahovich. Yes, Jan Blahovich. If he gets Izzy down early, he's got a chance. But if it's the third or fourth takedown attempt, I think that Izzy's good enough with grappling that he won't be able to get past him. And Izzy's going to tear him apart striking. So if he doesn't do something early to put Izzy in a position to really weaken the chin a lot or just get him gassed to where he might be able to set him up later, I don't think he'll get past him multiple times. I think Blahovich is going to stand and strike with him. I don't think he's a wrestler or grappler. I think he's going to probably stand with him. Yeah, so I'd I. put my money against that. You think that there's a, a prop bet for that? What? Whether it goes to the ground in a in round one? No, it might be a prop bet, like a win by submission. But Lowage is more of a boxer. He's he's not much of a ground and grapple type of guy. I'm not sure that Izzy is either. I would I mean, say, what, what could Anasanya take he, him to the ground? Maybe. Pri- <laughs> or, I don't know. Well, I know Jan's got some BJJ. He's not a black belt, but I know that he's a lot of those guys do. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Izzy prides himself on a striking. That's why he calls himself the last style bender or whatever. Well, that's I, I don't disagree that he's one of the greater strikers ever. Maybe that's a, a step too far, but it's hard to say. But I think that that's why I say that Jan's got to take him down to get past that. If he tries to just stand toe-to-toe with him, like you said, you don't think he's that great of a fighter. I just think that you got – it's a five-round uh, fight, correct? Because it's a title match, so it's five-minute five, yep. five minute, yeah. Five rounds. Yep. I don't think he can he can last that long unless he takes it down early. That's yeah, gonna be interesting. I just I don't know. Speed wise, is it's a huge huge advantage for Izzy. Cardio wise, I think it's a huge advantage. I agree. I don't think we've ever seen him really get gassed to a point where it really affected his fighting. Have we? I've only ever seen him in like one war, and it was either it was either the Whitaker fight or Gatlin fight. That was like the biggest like my bias wants me to say that it's the Whitaker fight. I actually think it was Gatslam. Yeah, I, I don't know who that guy is. So. Gatslam went the distance. That was a decision. He knocked out Whitaker in the second round. So it's gotta be Gatslam. It was the Gatslam fight. That was actually a really good fight. You can probably actually when was that? That was like two, three years ago. It was April of nineteen. You can probably go watch it on YouTube. That was a really good fight. Or on someone's old Twitch stream. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> No, well, it's probably on YouTube right now. When I think of Gaslam, I think of him more as a wrestler. Yeah. So, you know, if you spent five rounds with Izzy, <laughs> I would assume Gaslam probably tried to take that to the ground. And It'd he, be interesting to see the decision. stats of how many takedowns were successful. That was the – I think that's the only war he's been in in the UFC. By war, I mean, like, Gaslam almost knocked him out, like, twice. Yeah. Like he went, yeah, he went limp. There, I mean, it went back and forth. It was a great fight. You guys should watch that fight. That was one of the better fights I've ever seen. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I if I had to bet money on it, probably Izzy. Yeah, if I had to pick a winner, I'd pick. I would pick Izzy. No issues there. Betting wise, money wise, I don't know. I'd have to see what the odds are. But yeah, what are they? Did you have them? I mean, or? Bl- yeah, it wasn't. If Blahoja- Izzy was plus seven fifty, or no, that was the no. chicks, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I'm I'm assuming in this Adesanya is the favorite, even though he's not the champion. He is the favorite, yeah. but I don't remember the numbers. Off so the top. depending on how much of an underdog Blahovich is, it's worth putting a little bit of money on, just because he has the knockout power. But if you just ask me to straight up pick a winner, I'm Blahovich plus one eighty five. Yep, and then actually, Adesanya minus two thirty. Yeah, I've seen worse. So money wise, I would put a little bit of money on Blahovich. From a betting standpoint, right? I'm not talking a lot. I'm just 
Yeah. If I'm if I want to toy around with ten twenty bucks, I'm probably gonna put it on Yon because that's where the profit yeah. is. Yeah. Ten dollar bet's gonna put make yeah. you two dollars and thirty cents for right. But if you're just sitting here asking me to straight up pick who I think's gonna win the fight, I would say Adesanya. So I am getting the card, but you're gonna be gone. What what night is it on? Saturday. Mm. Yeah. So I'm yeah. gonna get it, but unless I extend my farewell <laughs> tour. Oh Jesus. <geez. laughs> What was Nunez? What were what were her? Minus, plus, she's minus a thousand. A thousand. And plus seven fifty for Megan or something. Six fifty. That's what DraftKings is showing right now. Do you need to ride to PA? <laughs> I know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to say if you won't, if you had a lot of money you wanted to toy with, throw it on Nunez just to make profit, but you're not gonna make a whole lot of profit, I guess. What ten bucks on Nunez? Yeah. You'll owe money when it's over. <laughs> Huh. All right, so uh, we got golf, dude. I'm so pumped for this time of year in golf. Like great tournaments. Yeah. Uh, last week, another one. WGC Workday. First of all, <clears throat> congrats to Morikawa. He's actually my first star of the week. Uh, he backed me up, supporting him last week. He did. Out of your three young guns. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, the two we most talked about were in contention. Yeah. So Adam, do you want to mention what I did? With our betting, I don't know. What I don't know what you're talking about. With my picks, I don't. You know. texted midweek, oh. and you're like, "Why'd you oh, yeah. pick someone this that's guy, not even playing?" This guy picks a guy. Yeah. Not even I need your pick. I week. need your picks this week too. <laughs> no. And I also need people that are playing. I'll pick Speed. Well, he's not even playing. Yeah. So have fun. <laughs> His alternate got got in because you know he didn't pick everybody who's in the field. After after I talked on last it's a bold last strategy. episode, I said you need to bet for Tony Finau. I didn't even fucking pick him. <laughs> Look how that went. I will yeah. say I he gave also good advice. John Daly the week before. So. Yeah, he picked Santa Claus. <laughs> At least he played in a tournament. Though. That's true. I picked I picked three people that were JDs. <laughs> Congrats to Team Sanchez. They sent me picks. They have people in the tournament. Four of them. Um. Anyway, this course. I want to see this course in a major. So that like so a PGA. The whole time I was thinking. Obviously, I think though. So I was wondering if they could set up for a U.S. Open, but I don't. Just because I think they could shave it down with all the water. Be a different style of U.S. Open. Right. I, it, I that that was the first thing I thought was a U.S. Open. I didn't think PGA. I thought U.S. Open. I would argue you could make a, almost every tour level course into an, a U.S. Open course if you really stretched it to its limits. Maybe. Yeah. You got to have length. And and we don't know if this course was. Obviously, we saw a lot of triple bogeys and quadruple bogeys but i don't know if it was because it was some of the first time i mean brooks said when he played he played the, nine he, holes practice or something when he right? played the back nine on thursday it was first time he ever saw it that's insane and obviously i'm sure ricky elliott walked it or anything yeah. but but it was first time he had ever seen it so he said he was just trying to get his sight lines down on thursday which is crazy to to think about <laughs> i thought it was a great golf course i'm like it wasn't it was one of those courses where like it wasn't s- stupid hard where it was like I'm not one of those people that want to watch these guys struggle and to make par. But it was definitely a golf course where, like, if you played well enough and hit in the right spots and golfed your ball, you could shoot a good number. And if you didn't, you got exposed. And that's what Azinger said the whole week. He's a member there, yeah. and he was talking about that. He said the members are really excited to see how the pros react to these greens. And I think a lot of them got fooled. I don't know who it was on Sunday. had On 18, had, like, a 50-foot putt. After his first putt, he had like a 55-footer with his second putt. It went up, hit a hill, and came all the way back. 
It's like me on PGA Tour of the game. <laughs> I'd, I'd love the golf course. I'd love to see a major there. I'd love to see like a PGA or US Open. It'd be a different style US right. Open where, you know, you shave everything. and Yeah, maybe runoffs. we will in a post-Mike Davis world see some oddball courses in the next few years. Get, yeah. They they got US Opens all like way up. Same with yeah, PGAs. Yeah, they, they auction them off or something, something to that extent. <clears throat> but still, maybe in the 10 years from now in the lineup, you know, we might see. Did you watch or did you watch course. NASCAR? I watch. I watch both. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch much golf other than Sunday, so I thought the course was awesome. I'm like, I want to see this course again. There was, yeah, there was just different shots they had to hit. If they don't play a you open there, can we just have a WGC there again next year? So that's what I was wondering. Like, they saw how this course was, and I, I haven't heard if the players enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't see anything afterwards, but I'd be curious if they could try to get a tournament there. And obviously it's in Florida, so if they can get the Florida swing in there somehow, but obviously you already got major tournaments with the Honda and the Arnie and players. That course is phenomenal. I was like, this this is a golf course. This is a tour golf course right here. You gotta hit your shots, gotta hit your numbers. You gotta be smart. Just yeah. I mean I almost picked Kisner last week in our pool. And I was like, Well, this course is gonna play pretty long. Kisner has openly admitted himself, like I can't really play long courses. And he was doing fairly well, and then he shot 80 on Saturday. Right. I don't know if you saw the text, um, him and Riggs. Riggs texted him Thursday night, I think it was, because he shot like 66 Thursday, I think, or 67, whatever Kisner shot. He goes, I thought you were going to shoot 80. He says, well, there's always tomorrow. <laughs> so, like, he was already, like, planning. He's like, I guess he texted Riggs and was like, this course is tough. Yeah. So, I think he surpri- I think Kisner surprised himself, but then obviously it came out on Sunday. Yeah, I can't wait. I want to see this course again. There was a lot of 80s. Yeah. Someone, Some, was I mean, it Harris English? Some 77s out there. Yeah, Harris English shot 80 both days on the weekend. Wasn't it Matt Wolf that early in the week yeah, shot 83 like 83 or something? 83 to on, the tournament. On the front nine that he played, wasn't it like a 48 or something ridiculous? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that poor kid. Adding the stats. Holy struggle, bus! Did you see the on um, Thursday when he was struggling? Yeah. He went to take a practice stroke with his butter and his ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like he didn't. Know, he just stood there like beside himself. Like yeah, he only had like two or three holes left. It was like near the end of the round, so he was already like so he like called, frazzled at that point. He went anti Patrick Reed, called the official over, didn't touch his ball. Yeah, <laughs> so so they got a proper ruling. That's no longer a penalty, right? Correct. No, it's not. That's oh, that's the new rules of golf, huh? I mean, it always should have been. That one makes sense. It always should have been, but I'm saying that's like that's the 2019 changes, isn't it? Yeah. Right. In my personal opinion, it should have fallen on the old rules with a tent intent. Yeah. Yeah. It the the defining of addressing a golf ball should have been a little yeah. different. And a swing is constituted as intent. Intention to hit the ball. Yeah. Ah. Uh, anyway. But yeah, it was fun, and we had a little. Uh, we had more cow up there. We had Hovland up there which you guys were all talking about last week. And then Scotty Scheffler finished fifth as well. I mean, that's someone I threw out there yet last week is somebody that's – he flew under the radar coming out of yeah. college. He played well. and Obviously, him and Hovland, I think, fed off each other on Sunday a little bit, and Scheffler struggled the last four or five holes. I think he yes struggled a little bit. but Yeah, they had a bogey in there. Yeah, but other than that. Could have been the shirt that was too big for him. <laughs> Dude, his shirts are always so big. It is crazy. I mean, it was clearly a last-minute thing with Nike trying to get the whole black and red thing in there for Tiger. But so shirt, they sent him a double XL. It was like a three X, dude. Well, I don't know if it's because he's so tall. Like they don't like don't you know. think they could make like a like a big and tall shirt. You and I could have fit in that shirt. 
Together. Together. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're listening here. Yeah. This is radio. You got to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> that poor kid. Yeah, it was, uh, it was fun to watch. I don't understand how people were giving other players shit for not wearing red. To, yeah. I mean, at home, home obviously came out and talked about it, but yeah, he's like, he's like, I can't just go to the Walmart and buy a what? shirt and pants. Yeah. My sponsors are giving me stuff. They've got low. <clears throat> no, a lot of those guys don't like a lot of Nike guys don't have logos on their shirts besides the Nike. So like they could probably get a shirt easily, but a lot of those guys have, you know, the logos on the collars and on the sleeves, things like that. Well, it's like those companies aren't just randomly sending them something. They're sending them prior to the week, prior right. to the week. They exactly. release them on the market yeah, or a season yeah. changes, things of that. So yeah, it's on a schedule where they got to wear what they're getting. Morikawa didn't, uh, didn't play well for Adidas because he they were sending him a shirt and he got stuck in Memphis. Right. <laughs> yeah. They were sending him a red shirt and he never got it on time. So that's why he wore gray or whatever it was on. Yeah. That was yeah. interesting. Even with um, Bryson and somebody else, uh, Kucher, had Tiger on their ball. They, yeah, they had played put, Tiger's Bridgestone ball. Yeah, they, the Bridgestone they, yeah, they printed, <clears throat> had Tiger print on the balls. So. Was it Kucher? Is that how he tipped his caddy? <laughs> Here's a golf ball. <laughs> I signed Used. it for you. I signed it for you. <laughs> Sell it on eBay. <laughs> uh, this week, though, uh, the Arnie Palmer, I'm excited for. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you guys this question. Guys have been sending me their picks for a pool. A couple people have taken DeChambeau. I almost took DeChambeau until I watched Golf Channel today. I'm like, I'm not taking this jack wagon. He's going to try to drive his par five on the sixth I hole. I, I, I want to see it. I put him as my alternate just because I want to. I hope he makes an 11. Just straight up ten cups. Daily, Daily made an eighteen. It. Daily made an eighteen trying it a few years and ago. And he said he had it was his last ball. He finally got it just across, and then on his approach shot, it hit a rock, and it luckily it kicked in a bunker because it almost kicked in the water. It was his last ball he had. Then he buried the next hole. It's John Daly, of course he did. He's got a. They they said it's going to be playing downwind this week, it's, and I it's hope there's three like three forty carry. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I just hope there's not a ten. The par five's like it's like five eighty, but if you go across the water, it's three. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just saying, I hope there's not a big backwind where he does it because he has a fifteen mile an hour backwind, and it's all you hear about some amazing feat. Yeah, I mean, it's still impressive, but I don't want him to have any advantage to do it because I'm so sick of hearing about it. Too it, much it, of a wind is not good either. Yeah, yeah, because it'll knock the spin off. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't affect spin, but it affects how the spin is affected by the ball. It'll knock it out of the air a little yeah. bit. Dimples I, I want to see him try it. Yeah. <laughs> so do I, because I don't think it'll go well. <laughs> I love it. The thing that really gets me with him is when they share like a video of him in this swing studio in his living room yeah, thing there, and he's just dripping sweat, <laughs> swinging as hard as he can, and they're like advocating that's how you should practice. <laughs> I promise you, if you're out there listening, that is not how you practice. <laughs> no. I want to see him try it. Hey, wait. Try it. I want to see and him try it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I want to see him do it, and then literally next year there's just a big tree there, <laughs> so then it's like good try. Someone said they wanna <clears throat> they wanna put an island in the middle of that pond. So oh, if he so tries it, it, he does it, and he misses it, he's got to row a boat out to that <laughs> island because that's his best drop. <laughs> <coughs> they should they should put like a little twenty yard area out there. You can try to land it on that, but if you don't, <laughs> yeah, where it's a wedge in, right. I like that idea. I just want I just want it out there so when he tries to hit it in the water, 
and he doesn't make he's got a rowboat out there i'm just caddying a little fishing boat i just i, I just say fuck it it didn't go over the land it's i'll go over here one of my buddies in college was playing in a, like a club golf event and he pulled one way left and there's an island out in the lake and he took his shorts off and his shirt off and held the club up over his head and swam out hit the shot back into the fairway and for some reason there was someone from golf digest there and they made a story and put it in golf digest about him doing that you got to find that for us I will. You have to do it right now, but you got to find <laughs> it for us. <laughs> We're going to sit here and wait. Pause. Go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, hey, good Instagram follow. Charlie Hall, in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> That's, uh, no, you don't have to say anything. Yeah. Dick move. <laughs> no, it's expected. Totally expected. I'd, I like, I follow her. And I'm like scrolling through. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, the guy's got to see this. I screenshot it. Send it to you guys. And then it prompted a Russ got his heart broken today. I did. Who girl. was that? I don't even know who that Amanda was. Amanda Balionis. Amanda Balionis. She's the, is she a golfer? I don't oh. follow LPGA. or She's not. She's, what is she? she's on CBS. Yeah, she's a CBS reporter. Time out. Does pause. I don't know. How, this guy. I'm, did okay, you just I'm fucking paused. say who is that? <laughs> Have you watched the Masters the last like five years? <laughs> Uh, not on CVS. Usually I stream through the masters.com. I mean, I, I think it's still on there, though. Yeah. I, that name Everything just didn't CBS. stick out to me at all. Just all the post-round interviews and stuff. For CBS. Her, her fiancé, he was a stud at Carolina football. Yeah, engaged ain't married. So when that falls through, I'll help you get her. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't forget her name. <laughs> He's going to text you tomorrow. What was her name? Yeah. I forget. He'll look it up. <laughs> oh, well. All right, what else you got for us guys before we get uh, some college basketball? I don't want to talk college basketball. Anything else? Oh. Or golf? I'm excited for this week. I need your picks for this week. All right, I'll make sure they're all on the roster too. That I would mean, be. Got, there's like 130 guys. Fantastic. So I mean, it doesn't really matter to you, does it? It's my money that I'd be wasting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you are almost in last. So, any hockey for us? I watched. I watched some hockey the other day. Of I course, it ended with a fight. I, t- I told you today. <laughs> My hockey thought. I watched the Sabres for the first period, then I just turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> hockey, hockey's been very depressing. So the Sabres are in. There's so much turmoil, controversy around the Sabres that it's kind of turned me off of hockey in general this year. I haven't even watched a whole lot. I can't wait for like the playoffs to get here so I can get excited about it again. Jesus, dude. Four weeks ago, you were buying an NHL package for TV. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I didn't do that, actually. <laughs> I never did. Bought new clubs, though. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Hockey it's clubs. Al- it's almost golf season. <laughs> dude, how's that Peloton, by the way? I love it. My legs are burning. I talked about that. She's the like, I can't sit on that damn thing. It's just not comfortable. Is it that uncomfortable? Does it just feel like a bike seat? It's just a bike seat. I wear my padded bike shorts. I'm probably going to get like a, a gel seat cover to go with it. I mean, yeah, there's times it's uncomfortable, but it's it's no worse than riding a bike. Dude. Every time I see a stationary bike, all I can think about is always sunny in Philadelphia when he's riding. You, wait, you have, do you have spandex <laughs> padded shorts? Oh, they're yeah. great. Yes. Dude, it's got to look like they're splitting cashews and you're wearing those things. <laughs> It feels like you, I'm assuming, it feels like you're wearing a diaper. It feels great, though, when you're riding a bike. Feels like you're wearing a diaper. Yeah, a loaded diaper. <laughs> Just Not that I've worn a loaded diaper recently. Nostalgic. I can't say the same. Like. <laughs> no. not, to get too, not to get too personal and talk about our testicles, but 
I ordered the Manscaped package, the ball toner that comes with that. <laughs> the 3.0 lawnmower? Yeah. But the, the lotion that comes with the ball toner, gift, dude. Thank me later. You can even like it's like it's like bronzer for tanning. No, 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 no. Oh my god! You guys have balls. I thought once you guys got married, you lost them. Wow! Wow! <laughs> anyway, yes, I do. I still have them. Thank you. And then it came with a little like spritzer thing. It was like a refresher. Like if you don't have your lotion with you, just like like breath, like 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 a breath freshener. Like, take it to the bar when you're like oh exactly yeah. spray in the back of your throat. <laughs> Exactly. Get some. And then, like, you know, they're like, hey, you want to sniff my balls? That should be my opening line from now on. I should. Look how toned these are. <laughs> I wish that this was an actual ad read. Do you have any uh, horse racing updates? Because I have to piss like a fucking racehorse. Oh All right. Back. Well, he'll be back. Thank you. Hey, don't touch my ball toner in the bathroom either. Lock the door when you leave hey, the Make sure you use the guest bathroom. <laughs> All right. College basketball. This isn't your thing, right? This is I, I know nothing about He's this. He's pumped for it. But you will watch you, you usually watch like no. the tournament? I may tune in for like the final four and the championship. And by tune in I mean I have it on the T V while I'm doing other shit. But if you could uh I have I have no interest in college basketball. Really? Yeah. I'm just think, I'm just picturing Russ like screaming at the T V if he could bet from his couch. Even if I bet on, which I I do have a little bit of money on a few random teams for the championship. What do you got? I, those I don't think those were good that I gave you. <laughs> They're looking good. A couple of them are. That but. doesn't make me feel better because it was all his advice. I, I don't know. I'd have to try to open this. I app think Florida State. That's that's still that's still that's good. still a good one. No, I don't have them. Oh, that's not one you gave me. You don't have UNC. Creighton. Creighton. I didn't give him UNC. What Sorry. was the Creighton bet to win it all? Yeah. yeah. Or to, okay. I put some money on like four teams to win it all at the beginning of the year. Okay. It was Creighton. Texas Tech was one Texas of them Tech. because they were such a long shot. I want to say Baylor, but. That's a really good one. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you well, what, I'm not going to have anything to do with this conversation, yeah, so I'll look, look it up while you're doing Michigan it. Michigan State might have been but in there. My point is, even if, even if I was betting on individual games, I have no interest in watching college basketball, so I would just look up score at the end. Oh, okay. I mean, I prefer. I don't watch NBA. I'd watch college basketball. A million times over watching NBA. That's what, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. This is it's my time. So I we, love it. This is like a. If you're listening to this on YouTube, go into the comments and you got to pick one of these conferences. So Ab and I are in agreement. There's probably two of the best conferences in the league this year: the Big Ten and Big Twelve. Yep. So we've decided that we're each going to take a conference, make a case for it. We'll let everybody else decide who they want in the comment section. Adam's got the big 10. I've got the big 12. So I'll go first. You good? Did you check out the ball toner? So big 10, big 12. He's got the mediocre five. (laughs) He's got the mediocre (laughs) five. Which is funny because there isn't, the big 10 doesn't have 10 teams and the big 12 doesn't have 12 teams. Yeah, the big 12 got 10 teams. I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, Creighton, Michigan State, Gonzaga, Texas Tech. Gonzaga, Texas Tech, Creighton. They, that, they were, that was, they were, I think they were, they were long they shot. They were like 30 some. Uh, Creighton was plus 1,900. Michigan okay. State plus 1,700. Gonzaga was plus 450. And then Texas Tech was plus 2,300. That's a good one. And I think that, that's a good one. And I put the most money on that. <laughs> okay. He's a, he's a big Mac McClung fan. So I got the Big 12. 
And I actually had I did some homework today because Adam wanted to do this shit. So here we go. There is only 10 teams, like we said, in the Big 12. Seven of the 10 teams are ranked in the top 25. All actually went inside the top 20, Texas Tech being 18th. Their tournament is what, next week? Big 12? Correct. Okay. I think this is the first time in my life in a conference tournament where anybody in that conference tournament could win the conference tournament. Besides the bottom three. Well, I don't even think they're in the tournament, are they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're all in. Are they? But agree, agreed. Those, that, there's those seven teams at the top. That, yeah. Like, there's no, I don't, any one of those, I think they've, at some point, other than Baylor, have like, Kansas has beat Baylor, but everybody's beating each other throughout the year, I think, for the most part. So I'll start with Oklahoma State. They got four wins in their conference this year in overtime. They've won their last five. They're 6 1 the last month, and their only loss is to Kansas. I almost need a diagram for the shit because these guys have literally just beat the shit out of each yeah, other all oh, year yeah, in the conference. Yeah, they're just beating each other up right now. Texas Tech is the worst team in the conference, rank wise, in the top 20. They're 16 and 8. They've got eight games this year decided by five or less wins or losses, and they have two overtime losses this year. They've played a lot of close games. Kansas. They went four and six between January second and February sixth, but then they've been on a run. He did a lot more research than I did. They beat <laughs> Baylor, who was undefeated. That was last week. Yeah, but then they've lost to Texas twice, who's kind of slipped in the last, you know, month or so. Yeah, and and I and I've I've said a couple of weeks ago, I think on on the betting podcast, I think Kansas is a Sweet Sixteen team. Yeah, they've kind of turned it around for sure. Texas started the year ten and one. Everyone thought Texas. They were. I think that they were in the top five at one point, weren't they? Rankings yeah. are really close to that. Yeah. Top five. I think they were four. Fourth, four at one point. The problem with Texas is they're going to have a problem with. They can be that successful again. They beat Kansas twice. Kansas has beat Baylor. Problem with Texas is, and you and I have talked about it. They have to rely on their guard play. They have when they're playing well. Some of the best cards in the country, and Coleman, Ramey, and Jones. <clears throat> they're bigs though. They can't create their own shots. Jericho Sims, Greg Brown, and Kai Jones. You can't create their own shots. You got to penetrate the ball. <laughs> Giggity. You got to drive the ball, pass it off to your centers, or they got to create their own off rebounds. Oklahoma was also on a run, playing very good basketball. They won eight out of nine at one point from January, in January. Then they lost three straight, and two of those were back to back to Oklahoma State, yeah. who was which we found out the other day is potentially in the tournament now. Yeah. Yeah, because they're under they have sanctions. Oklahoma State does. But if the which I assume is not going to happen now, if the NCA doesn't decide by Saturday, their appeal. Their appeal, if they don't make if the NCA doesn't decide, Oklahoma State can then play in this year's tournament, but then next year's team would be sanctioned and can't play in the postseason. Right. My guess is the NCA is going to let this go until a later date. <laughs> Yeah, especially and right, it helps NCA because Cade Cunningham is probably the first pick of the NBA draft. Yeah, who's playing at Oklahoma State, so obviously it helps NCA as well because you, we get to see Cunningham. Then we move on to West Virginia. West Virginia has played great the better half of the se- the last later half of the season. I'll say they've had some quality wins, and they actually I'm going to call it a quality loss. They lost in overtime to Baylor. Two days ago, or whatever it was, they were six and one in February. With the overtime outside of Baylor, they were the overtime loss they had to Oklahoma. 
who has lost twice to Oklahoma State. This is why I need I need one of those like investigator diagrams with like yarn. I'm gonna go to Always Sunny in Philadelphia again. Carol, hey, uh, Carol so in HR. We get Pepe in accounting. <laughs> yeah. or no, all over the place. <laughs> and then there's Baylor. Baylor is the number one team in the country. Their only loss being to Kansas, who's in their conference. They're fourth in the country now in points per game, uh, 85.4. So I had to look it up because we did talk about this. I'm like, I want to know who the hell those other teams are. Gonzaga's number uh, one. 92 or 93? Yes. Gonzaga's number one right now in points in the country. The other two teams are Colgate and Southern Utah. Colgate plays in the Patriot League, which is currently led by Navy, who no one thought played basketball, right? And Colgate is the official toothpaste of Bucktown University. <laughs> so there's your Big 12 breakdown. Hey, there's another team up there, Russ's, an alumni of, that is at the top of off- offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. CCC. Someone it. gave this guy a degree? <laughs> Southern Utah? Yeah. Buffalo is Buffalo's like top fifteen in both those categories. Really? Yeah. And obviously they've been they've shown some life the past couple of years in the tournament. Go Bulls. I thought you started for the University of Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> we went to different colleges together. <laughs> so, Bob. Bob Yeah. Bob Bob's a man. Um so my only the Big Twelve, like I said, they are Every time Big 12 is on, I love watching it. My problem with Baylor is I feel like the only team in that conference that plays or knows even how to play defense. I think people look at West Virginia. They've always had a very – they always run that full court press. Yep. But they give up like – I think it's like 80 points a game. So, in that, I I think that's going to hurt all those teams coming into the tournament. Well, they're going to beat each other up. Next weekend, anyways. That's gonna be crazy. But after that, their defense has to be played in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, your offense—you cannot play offense well enough for three weeks straight and not have a down game and potentially not lose. You have to have some defense. Yeah, to to win. So that I think Big Twelve wise. I just don't think they play enough defense. And I was a little I, shocked by West football, Virginia. Football too, right? Yeah. <laughs> Big 12 football doesn't play defense either. I was a little shocked, though, with West Virginia actually putting up the fight they did against Baylor because, West, in my opinion, West Virginia is not usually a powerhouse in offense, right? Right. They, they're Yeah, they're scoring this year, though. Right. I really thought Baylor would do a better job of stopping them. Right. So, and, and this is – so, I am I was uh, I got the big time. I think, I think they're top to bottom – the best conference in basketball, which hates me to say because obviously I'm a big ACC guy, but they're very weak this year. So the top of the Big Ten is very jumbled as well. You've got Ohio State, Michigan, Illinois, who I think Illinois is, I think they're the best team in the country. Right now? Yes. Possibly. Kofi Cockburn is a good player. Yeah. He's For, real name, Cockburn. Who? What team? Illinois. I think they're the best team in the country right now. And did they just beat Cockburn? Yeah. It's actually Coburn, but gotcha. <laughs> it's spelled Cockburn. <laughs> <laughs> they they just beat Michigan last night on Tuesday by 20. I don't know. Did what you watch the up. game? Because I did. Yeah. It was, they was it, dominated from the start. Was it Michigan playing poorly, though? Or is they this, didn't shoot well, but Illinois was just playing outstanding. And they, they played without Io. Ayo. 
Dasan, oh, Dasan yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like AYO that's his first name AYO um <laughs> <laughs> So so they played <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so they they played without him last night against Michigan and dominated Michigan from the start. Um, Michigan that was their only second loss of the season, but Ohio State, Illinois, Michigan, um, Purdue I think is a very they're sleeper intriguing team. They've I don't know where they get these kids. They always have a guy or two guys that are like seven two. I have no idea where they come from. Every year they've got new guys that are from per, in Purdue. Well, yeah, it's probably on a farm somewhere. <laughs> well, probably <laughs> um, Iowa playing well. They put up a ton of points. They're close to averaging ninety a game right now. I think Iowa loses before the Sweet Sixteen, depending on who they play. I don't want to see a bracket first. Yeah, all this a lot of this depends, especially in tournament who your matchup. But I think where the Big Ten really shows is their mid teams. They have like three teams at the bottom as well. You, Same can as toss in, you can toss in Penn State. They've shocked us. So Penn State's one of those teams. I think they're they're not being talked about. I, I think they're out. They're not. I think they're they're five and ten or five and eleven in the conference right now. But the teams: Maryland, Michigan State, Rutgers, and Indiana. Michigan State, anything? Yes. I mean, they, they won what four of their last five? Yes. Something like that. I'm going to say yes now because they Michigan State and Michigan play Thursday night and Sunday. One's a makeup. So they play back-to-back games, big rivalry games. Michigan State, I think they have to win one of those. If they, they win split. one of those, I think they're in. They have split, yeah. So, and Izzo is too good of a coach in March. Um, I think Michigan State's in. Indiana, I think, is a very intriguing team. They've got like 10 or 11 losses on the year. Flying under the radar. But they have one bad loss. They lost to Northwestern. Yep. But they've 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 lost to those top teams in the conference. Yeah. So I think I think Indiana's in. Rutgers was ranked pretty much all year until the last four weeks. They had a couple of struggles, and they only had two bad losses. They lost to Penn State and Nebraska. Other than that, they lost to. I'm going to rattle a ton of teams off here: Ohio State, Iowa, Michigan State, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, Maryland. So they really only had two bad losses all year. So I think Rutgers is in. Michigan State, like I said, I think they're in. Maryland. They, they have beat Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota, and Purdue. Minnesota's not one of those teams. I think they're in. I think Big Ten gets 10 teams in. I know that they say nine for sure. I think Michigan State was out at one point. Yep. But I think top to bottom, the Big Ten, their, their top, Big 12 has seven teams yep. up at the top. The Big Ten has six teams. I think where it matters, and obviously there's a lot more teams in the Big Ten, but it's those middle teams that I think are deeper. Michigan State being one of those big teams that they I think well we, we always talk about come March. Yep, always. They, right, it was just well coached. Yeah, one year, I, I forget what year it was, probably like three, four years ago, right, they lost in middle Tennessee State or whoever it was in the first round as a two seed. That next year they came out as like a seven seed and went to the final four. Yeah. So Izzo's very coached. So I, I think the Big Ten is very deep and just top to bottom very talented. You got teams in the Big 12 that Iowa State who hasn't won a game yet in, in conference, right. <laughs> which which really hurts them. But they um, played Baylor tough that one week. Correct. Correct. They they played some teams tough, but they just haven't won. They won. So I think top to bottom, Big 10 is without a doubt best conference. So so there leave, it is. Leave your, com- leave leave your comments, comments in the section below. Pick your conference. Or if you think it's someone else. Do you think it's the A-10? I don't know. 
the A-10. Hey. It's not the ACC. <laughs> You're probably not going to see Duke in a tournament this year. God, I can't know. Probably that. won't see Kentucky. Kentucky's That's, out. No, they're. I don't. They've won like three games. I think. And no, UNC's probably on the bubble now, aren't they? Or no, they're still. They're still sitting at like a nine. I. I hate Joey Joey brackets as they call them. <laughs> Carolina was a ten seed. They beat Florida State, who's eleventh in the country. They're still a ten seed. But then, if they would have beat Syracuse Monday, they would have jumped to a nine seed. How does Syracuse beating Syracuse jump you a spot, but being the number eleven team in the country? Not jump you at all. <laughs> so, Syracuse won today. They did. And it was it's one bet for me. Uh, we can chalk that up to some really, really poor coaching adjustments on the Clemson side. Like He made zero adjustments at 2-3 zone like he's never seen it before. He had kids sitting in the corner. If any of those kids cuts back door, they got layups all day, and he makes zero adjustments. And we, and we talked about we talked about this in the on the, the DFS units podcast. Syracuse really needed to win. If they lost today, they were out. Yep. They had to win. And I felt Clemson, Clemson was still on that bubble talk. They are they're they're on the outside. But I think they they beat Syracuse. They jump up a little bit. They have another game to end the week. But then if they won a game or two in the conference tournament, they're probably in. And we're looking at Duke the same way right now, right? right? They're the first four out as of right now. They play Carolina Saturday. If they lose that, it's going to make it very difficult. Um, they would have to go on a run in the ACC tournament. But if they beat Carolina and then they win a game or two in the in the ACC tournament, they're probably in. So I, that was on the ACC network today, and it was in Syracuse. So when they're on that network, do Syracuse have like their own announcers calling the game? No, no, those are ES, those are ESPN announcers. Okay, well it was. Unbelievable! Like I, when I first started, I'm like, "Is this Syracuse announcers?" So like we were being so biased about the whole like. Does, doesn't everybody at ESPN go to Syracuse? Yeah, for communications. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they were like bitching about how Syracuse got robbed out of playing a couple of games, and I'm like, "No, you, no. There's teams this year have had games canceled. Like, if there. you really think you got robbed because you didn't play a couple of games, getting a tournament, how about you take a look back at the games you already lost and you played? Yeah. It's not like you got your schedule got cut in half. I I could not. Imagine being a Syracuse fan. Every year, they are on the bubble all season long. Yeah. Every win and loss is like, you're in, you're not, you're in, you're not. And it just goes back and forth. I, I don't know how they, some some probably find it enjoyable to watch them be on the bubble and not know if you're getting in or not. But I'd hate to be on that committee this year trying to pick that bracket. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it's that. A, it's, it's hands down the strangest year I've ever seen. I don't know if it's COVID-related or not. I don't know. I just know that there's a lot of teams out there who, who are who could potentially win the tournament, and might have seven or eight losses this year. Right. And yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking like two teams. There might be ten teams out there who have seven or eight losses on their record could win the tournament yeah, this year. I was like, Gonzaga is definitely the favorite going in, but and I said this a couple of weeks ago to my buddies, and I said, you know, this might be Gonzaga's year, but we literally say that every year. And they, they, they usually lose early. A couple of years ago, they lost to Carolina in the championship game. Right. But I don't know. This team feels different. But, again, it matchups. It's all about matchups. They don't get tested a ton during the regular season, although they did play quite a few out-of-conference games this year. Yeah. Uh, which I think helps them. And they've because they're, because they're getting their bigger program now in college basketball, right when Adam Morrison was there, Oh, that, Jesus, dude, what a blast from the past. 
You know that kid? He's, he's my BD's brother. With the hair and mustache. Yeah. yeah. My BD's brother. Used to do his blood on the on the bench. Is he still uh, overseas playing somewhere? Or I finally I hang up those <laughs> no high tops. <laughs> Him and Jimmer Fredette probably playing together. You, you got a Jimmer uh, Fredette jersey, don't you? <laughs> my buddy did. <laughs> we ordered, he ordered a Christian Leitner jersey, and a Jimmer Fredette jersey came in the mail. <laughs> China. Happens. Hey, you never know what you're going to get. Well, like I was just saying, so just for, just take the Big 12, for example. Uh, Baylor only has the one loss. Kansas has eight losses. They could win the tournament. West Virginia has seven losses. Oklahoma State has six losses. Texas has seven losses. Oklahoma eight losses. Texas Tech has eight losses. They've just there's just I don't know if it's like teams don't have the depth. Normally I feel like in years, if you were like sixteen and six, sixteen and seven, you were on the bubble of whether or not you were getting the right. tournament. I think this could be These right. These teams are ranked in the country. They always talk about I think Nova was a seven seed or eight seed, whatever, when they I don't know if they won it or made the title game. Back in like the eighties, this might be the year you see a, and we've seen obviously a lot of Cinderella stories, but this might be the year you see a, and you could pretend right. You, I don't think it's gonna happen, but you could see. I know he's, I know why he's laughing at me, but Cinderella stories, tears in his eyes. <laughs> you could see Gungula, Gungula. if if Duke gets in, they they have the potential. I, they don't consistently have the potential, right, or consistently play well. But that could be a team, right? You could see a 12 seed and You know what Duke's problem is? I, I watched the game the other day and I figured Coach it K. out. No, it's not oh. Coach K. What's the one thing Duke basketball always has on their team? One thing that they're like, if you if you talk Duke basketball, one. there's always one guy on the team. <laughs> I don't know why these two are laughing. <laughs> what do you got? No, nothing. Taylor's <laughs> making me laugh. They got somebody who can shoot. They got a guy who can shoot. If you're talking about Matthew Hurd, that kid's got the most punchable face in the world. I, 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 I got a comment for afterwards. I can't say, but, but I watched the other day, and this this I, can, I don't know who it was. He kept getting wide open looks, and he looked like the dude from Along Came Polly, like playing. <laughs> let it rain. He's just like chucking it. I, off. He's, I think he's a very good shooter. I'm not talking about him. I was talking about the other dude. Oh, that, that team. I don't know. That team's just think about it though. Inconsistent. The teams they've had that are successful to have somebody who just. The JJ Redick on the team. He just they got somebody who just like doesn't matter where they're at. Shire. They always had somebody. Crybaby Grayson. Yeah. So oh, we can go Jesus on. Christ. All right. <laughs> anything else Wait. you want to move on to stars? Well, I got I want I told you we're not gonna record next week, so I want to give my predictions for some conference tournaments. Okay. For for obviously most of these are next week. Couple one of them is this week. Um AC I'll run through them quick. Who's AC, this week? Atlantic ten, baby. The A-10. Jesus. The Bonnies, baby. I don't know anything. I haven't talked in 20 minutes because I I have (laughs) no no idea what you're talking about. Uh, ACC, I'm going to take Florida State. Big East, Creighton. Big 10, Ohio State. Big 12, Texas Tech. The A-10, I'm going to take the Billikens from St. Louis. The what? The Billikens. What the fuck is a Billikin? I don't know. It's a funny looking... Is it like, like a pelican's mouth? They're just like a giant say, pelican mouth. No, <laughs> it's like a pelican merged uh, with something. I don't even know what I would. I don't even know what I could say. We'll, we'll just look it up. Is it a fish or a mammal? <laughs> I think it's a made. I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, I'm going to take St. Louis. They haven't played. Yesterday was the first time they played in six weeks. St. Louis. Yes. And you're picking them. I'm taking St. Louis. Bold statement. They're the four seed. They're gonna. They're well, gonna well rested. <laughs> they're they're gonna win their quarterfinal matchup and then beat the Bonnies. In the semis. Uh, SEC, I'm going to take Bama. 
Naotes is too good in that. That conference isn't great, so right. I think Alabama runs it. And Pac-12, I'm going to take Oregon. Did you get that Pac-12 pick from uh, Billy Walton? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. We walked on the mountain. What's the Billy King? It's a good luck charm, but it's a... I'm not sure it's real. No, it was created, <laughs> it was created by oh, Florence Pat Pretz of Kansas City, Missouri, yeah. who's said to have seen mysterious figure in a dream. It's yeah. the god of things as they ought to be. Their mascot is a charming... Devilish-looking creature called a billikin. It's just a devil. The school's yeah, official site devil. defines a billikin as a mythical good luck figure. Yeah, but yeah, it looks like a little. It looks like a devil and a Buddha had a baby. <laughs> I love that. a devil and a Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> baby, That's a good way to put it. Yin Yang personified. Sure. All right, you guys ready for stars? Sure. Do you have stars this week? Of course I do. Or any of them in NASCAR? Uh yeah. You, I, I'm going to keep the NASCAR train rolling. I'm disappointed in one of my stars because I was I'm trying looking to... forward to the truck series this Friday <laughs> night at Vegas. I think this Ooh. weekend's Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking ready for Vegas either way. When's that dirt race? I want to watch that. That's uh, March, right? Yeah, the end, the end of March. Third week of March. Did you look up what I was talking about the other day? Those, those torsion bars? Oh, no. I knew what they were once he they sent it on the yeah. They sit on the rear end. They just sit there. And then all the radius rods... Like you can, you got to get them. You got to like twist them. If they're not, like you got to clean them out, lube them and shit. Mm-hmm. And then the rear end has what they call oh, a, a good lube slider, which is at the front end of the rear end. It comes up under the seat. <laughs> lube the front of the the front True end of story. the rear end. True story. I had a kid running a car that we put together. We're like, hey, you can run the car tonight. He got in the car. He was racing for somebody else. But like all season, it was just kind of like end of year extra stuff. We had an extra car. Threw a motor in. Put got the car ready. He got, he comes in, and he, he he runs hot laps. Comes in, like how was it? How's the car feel, dude? Weird noise right under my seat. What is that? I'm like, it's the rear end slider. You you can hear it like rattling when you when you like. Is, is it funny that the rear end slider? The is guy, under? the guy he raced for. <laughs> you're supposed to clean that like after every week. Oh, it was all plugged. It wasn't even sliding. Never huh? slid. The whole rear end was like frozen. The car you've been driving the whole year. Was he putting up good lap numbers still? No. That's why you gotta. That's why you gotta lube it. What's that? It doesn't What's slide. that noise? The rear end, pal. <laughs> didn't even know about it. The whole season didn't didn't know what that noise was. If you don't lube something in your rear end, probably hurt. Yeah, it's the rear end, dude. God. You're that most experienced in the table. So anyway, all right. Uh, yeah. Anywho, we're trying. He. I was trying to educate <clears throat> Stat Boy, and we got Porn Boy over here. Yeah, like, I know. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, so my third star is William Byron, who won the NASCAR race at Miami Holtz Homestead this weekend. His second career win in the Cup Series, and he led 101 of the final 112 laps. Nice. Jesus. Pretty dominant. Was he only out there by himself? <laughs> uh, pretty much. Might as well have been. Yeah. Every time I hear his name, all I think is Paul Byron. <laughs> That's got to be a lot of FedEx Cup or whatever points, so. <laughs> FedEx Cup. <laughs> yeah. I keep relating it back to the golf yeah, thing, so I, I kind of call it. The well, same didn't thing. golf like kind of like form theirs based I off? Believe so. Been, yeah, yeah. yeah, same format. It's got to be a lot of points for all those laps led. Yeah, I would, I would hope so. That's how golf. They should get points on how many rounds they lead. Extra points if you lead at the end of each round. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my third star is Kate Cunningham. Uh, for Oklahoma State, like Adam mentioned, he's projected to be number one pick in the NBA draft. 
the last two games they played, they played Oklahoma back to back. He combined he one of the games he had four, 40 points, but he combined two games, 55 points in those two games. Uh, first game went to overtime. Dude, these guys play again. Like I said the other day, sign me up. I want to watch this game. A really good basketball game, really tight game. Uh, first game ahead. I texted you and I said, If you don't like defense, watch it. I'm like, dude, I love the over tonight. Remember, I texted you. I'm like, <laughs> love the over tonight. It went over by like, with like seven minutes left in the second half. First game had 190 or 185 points. Yeah. The like, second game was just as be- just yeah. as much. And Cunningham didn't score until like seven minutes left in yep. the game. He's a second half player anyway. My third star is Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. Last night got his 50th career triple double, which is ninth all time. So I got a question for you guys because Westbrook is, I don't know, like 23 triple doubles behind I freaking Bill Russell. I don't know who the hell. <laughs> I that forget now. Yeah. Um, I'll look it up as I'm, I'm looking here. Do you think he will catch him mm. with that many triple doubles? Do- or Oscar Robertson, sorry. Okay. Do He's we got think? 181. Westbrook's got 156 triple doubles. Yes. Do, th- yes. do you think he'll catch him? Yeah, I think there's a, there's the age gap there, right? Westbrook's going to yeah, I don't know how many years he, Westbrook probably has left, but I mean, he's probably averages like ten he, a year. He's just or more. Yeah. I mean, a, a couple year, of years right? ago, we didn't had he have like, like thirty some or forty? A ton of them, yeah. Yeah, he's a selfish enough player who has been playing on irrelevant teams lately. So, what else has he got to play for other than triple doubles? Yeah. And LeBron's—he's the next active leader. He's got ninety-seven <clears> behind Westbrook. <throat> so leads the league in flops. Hey, do what you got to do. Sure. Your second star, sir. My second star, z- stars uh, are the Corda sisters, uh, Jessica and Nellie Corda. They won back to back. They've won the last two LPGA events. They're just the second set of sisters to win back to back tournaments in LPGA history. Isn't the one like nineteen, twenty? Very young. They're both pretty young, I think. Yeah. I, I would have thought they were a little older. Is now. the other set of sisters the Soren Stamps? I meant to look that up and didn't. It is. It's Charlotte, Charlotta and Monica. Uh, here to look it up. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Because I can't think of any other sisters who've played on a tour together. He's confused what he's right. looking up now over here. Sisters <laughs> to win back-to-back <laughs> on the LPGA Tour. I'm pretty sure. Because I can't think of any other sisters. I think I remember vaguely yep. where her Annika sister won. Charlotta and Annika Soren Stamps did it in 2000. Yahtzee. Fun go. fact for you. Nailed it. So, yeah, quarter sisters. Jesus Christ. All right, uh, my second star. I don't know if any of you guys saw this. It was on a Champions Tour. Tim Petrovic had two aces last week, back-to-back rounds. I think he had one on Friday and one on Saturday. I don't know if you guys saw that. No. Not expensive weekend for pretty him. Pretty good. Yeah, so back-to-back rounds. He had a hole-in-one. Different hole, too. I think they're both on the back nine, but. Uh, that's my second star of the week. Tim I saw Petrovic. an article today. Got some guy down in Florida had three hole in ones in one week. I just saw that before yeah. we started recording. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Screw him. My second. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just want one. Uh, my second star is Billy Horschel because of what he did on sixteen on Sunday. Oh, shoes off. Shoes off in the water oh. with with white pants on is even more impressive. Hat backwards. Hat backwards. I was surprised he had it going on. He didn't. Normally, if you do that, you tuck your uh, your towel off your golf bag on the front half of your lower body and uh, you cover he, your pants. He's right a pro. Up. He's a pro. Wow. He doesn't pay for Have you guys pants. ever hit out of water? Because I have. Yeah, lots of times. And yeah. you'd protect your pants with the towel. On oh, the front it, didn't, half. it didn't turn out well for me. 
I'm shocked. Or you pop your ring. I think on. I. Uh, I don't. I know don't remember the scenario. It was. It was a dad graduated high school. Went up to Bath to play on what is it? Thirteen. The one down the hill around yep. to the right. My ball was in the in the mud. Took a swing at mud all over the place. <laughs> you played the Joe Smith when you were Colton. You hit it in the creek on number four. Found it and said, "I can hit this." Pulled the rain pants out of my bag and took his shirt off. <laughs> hit it to like ten feet. Made the putt. <laughs> He was probably just so excited just, for the opportunity to pop say, that shirt he off. He just wanted to take his shirt off. <laughs> I'm taking forever to hit the shot. I'm purpose. like, we just, just hit the shot, Colton. We walk around with no shirt on. He probably did Colton. that purposely. I'm, I'm going to hit it in that creek so <laughs> I can take my He's shirt like, off. Kyle, how far is the green? 180? All right. So 150. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the carry? All right. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, my first star, Tampa Bay Lightning goalie, Andre Vasilevsky. So the Lightning have found a resurgence. Vasilevsky last night just posted his third straight shutout, and I believe you can go to the third period of the game even prior to that. So he hasn't allowed a goal in ten periods now. Jesus. Nowadays, even getting back-to-back shutouts is almost unheard yeah. of. So to get three straight is just—I I don't know when the last time that's happened was. I, yeah, I thought I—I I thought I saw like it was like two hundred and four minutes straight. Yeah, yeah, ten periods. So very impressive from him. Uh, my first star is Colin Morikawa for obvious reasons. I thought the, he had plenty of opportunities to kind of back up to the field and put it out of his mind. Yeah. Said he got a putting tip from Marco Mira and a chipping tip yeah. from Azinger, like right yeah. before. Yeah. Azinger even referenced that on one chip that he made on the back nine. He goes, that's, that's exactly what we talked about earlier or something like that. He said the putting was uh, – he started last week or two weeks ago. Finished last in putting stats, but he's like, I didn't care. I felt good. I'm sticking with it. Yeah. I think he said he's used, like, three different putting grips for the last three tournaments or something like that. He's using, like, the saw now or something. Yeah. He was on McAfee the other day. It's like the second time on McAfee, dude. That's, it's a great combo with those guys. Yeah. McAfee was giving him shit. He was like, you you playing this week? He's like, no, I took the week off. He's like, 24 years old. I'm just going to take the fucking week off. <laughs> Money just flowing in. My first star is, and I couldn't find my shirt. I looked for it desperately for like 15 minutes. Patrick Kane got his 400th goal the other night. He was trying his damn skit to get 400. He knew he was one away. He took about 15 shots, it felt like, in about a three-minute span. Finally, he got a two-on-one, and the guy went to the ground. Instead of, he could have passed a wide open net. He held on to it and just rifled one home for 400. So, Patty Kane, love that guy. Got a dud over there? Yeah, it's me. (laughs) It's me. We haven't really said anything about it, but tonight's my last night doing the podcast for at least for the moment. Who knows if it'll be in a few weeks or a couple months, but it's going to be a while. That's right. Who approved that vacation? It's a sabbatical. You don't need to really approve it that much. (laughs) Uh, We just got a thesis when you get back. (laughs) I just wanted to say, like, how grateful I am. Like, when I got back, I hadn't been home in a long time, and I felt like you don't really know, like, what kind of friends are still going to be around. And we sort of stumbled into each other. I knew we would at some point, obviously being at the golf course, but everything was already feeling like a downward spiral for all of us. But I was already in that point, and we kind of all got through this together. And it was like, it was just nice to know that when I came back, I still had that same group of friends. And if I'm gone for a couple of months or however long I'm gone, I know that it'll be the same when I come back. So thank you guys. That chair is still there when you come back. I appreciate that. It's been a fun adventure. Maybe we'll get you a microphone. Might not be, but (laughs) the chair will be. (laughs) I have to call you once in a while and see what the hell you're up to. Oh yeah, hell, you might only be gone for like a week or two. 
we don't know what the future holds. There's lots of things cooking on the burner. So yeah, yeah. Well, Excellent. you've been a fantastic addition. I think I speak for all of us when I say that. It's been yeah. good to have you here. So definitely not something I thought I would do, but it's. I think it's helped all of us grow. I know you talked about Russ coming out of his shell, and it's something that none I wasn't of us thought we my, were going to do. I don't think I was in my shell that much, but I think it's definitely changed me in a way that I wouldn't have otherwise. We've gotten your change. tender life out there a lot. Yeah, you know, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> and a mullet. <laughs> I would not have had a mullet. Right. <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah. It's not over, dude. You'll be back. We'll we'll hang on to the cactus for you. Yeah, you'll be back. It's safe. I'm You're not going far. <laughs> That's my prediction. You're asking me back here in like I agree three weeks tops. You're three gonna, weeks tops. You're gonna go down there, live with your buddy and third wheel it, and you're gonna his cousin's the other roommate. So that would be really Addison esque if that happens. <laughs> Isn't he got a girlfriend? Yeah, but she's not down there yet. Oh. Oh. Either way, you, so you're, you're, it's going to be double dates. Be double dates <laughs> yeah. You, either way, you're going to get down there, and weather's going to get warm here. There's going to be some tournaments, and you're going to really miss being up here playing golf. Oh, I'll be here for some tournaments. That's for sure. Yeah. Thank you, Allegiant Airlines. <laughs> My parents just flew down there today. The way I see it, it's like I can stay down there and spend, let's just say, 148 dollars because that seems to be the average plane ticket. Well, that's a weekend of like just being a goomba down there why not spend that on a plane ticket to come home and play some golf with buddies once a month or so you're gonna want to play with us more than that i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying worst case scenario but. what if that phone rings i'm like i need a best ball partner uh, well that's why i don't have anyone yet because i'm like i know that a week beforehand or two weeks beforehand someone's gonna be like shit fell through get here that's totally and I possible will be. Yeah. I, I might as well just buy a plane that ticket is now. totally possible yeah 